Smash cut. A technique in film where one scene abruptly cuts to another without transition. Much like a typical conversation with me and my friends when discussing film, television, music, video games, or anything else that happens to come up. This is the idea behind the show, Smash Cuts. Hello, and welcome to Smash Cuts. I'm Rich Caban. With me is Jacqueline Kennick. Hello! And we are here. We're drying out from uh, what we had to a very wet couple of, uh, a week from, we're right now, we're, what date is today? It's September 5th. And uh, uh, we just came through a hurricane and uh, monsoon, tornado, whatever oh you could goodness. think of, and we're on the other side. I'm um, so how... glad you're safe, Richie. Well, you too. Huh? Didn't it go through you as well? Like, did it not? Pass? No, it didn't reach me. Well, if it if it's coming, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't really oh, been watching right. the news. <laughs> Duck, I'm I'm talking as if you're in Atlanta. Yes, of I'm course not. not. In Atlanta. No, yeah, that's right. You're <laughs> in Texas. Anymore. Yeah, I'm in Texas, closer to Dallas, uh, like right at Dallas. So, um, we're we're just still struggling with the heat. It's just the heat. Yeah, and well, you yeah. know the laws, but it's fine. <laughs> well, it's crazy because I mean, I mean, I don't know if you saw video of New York, but I mean, it was like Venice out there. Mm-hmm. You know, all the streets and everything. But even yeah. this, even with all of that, uh, people still went to the movies to go see the new I Marvel know. movie, Shang-Chi. Oh my God, yeah. so funny. And I even – I didn't get to I, – I shouldn't say I didn't get to go because I could have gone. Yeah. But I decided not to go on opening weekend just because cases are still spiking around here. And mm-hmm. I, I, I still have not been to the theaters since the close down happened. I have been just watching things at home. Um, I'm eager to get back to theaters, but I want to be safe. I haven't gotten my booster shot yet, and I don't know exactly what the um, uh, precautions are at the moment for theaters, so I should look into that before I go. But I figured at least just not on opening weekend. If I am going to go see it, maybe I'll just wait a little while and see if I can get like a Tuesday afternoon off. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, t- I'm trying to figure out what to do because I – I'm not sure if I'm going to see it in the theaters. I'm still, kind of, yeah. I, even though I did get my booster and everything, but I'm still mm-hmm. kind of, uh, I still have to be uh, weary. Yeah, be very careful. But, um, and it will be the first time that I, that I miss out. But when you really think about it, it's a 45 day window. So um, that's not really that long to wait. It feels like it's long to wait, but it, but it really mm. isn't. Before is it, it 45 out. days before it comes out to rent online? Yeah, I think I believe so. Oh. Like, that's when it'll be available on Disney Plus on for uh yeah. rental. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the only real risk is spoilers, right? I mean, yeah. I I really don't want to have things spoiled, but because of all the types of subscriptions I have on YouTube and everything and all of my friends, it's going to be a little dicey if other people are um a little more kind and considerate about like aware that people might not be going to the theater. I just want them to think about anybody who does those YouTube reviews and things. Just think about what you're using as your uh, frame. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Because that's, I just kind of casually look, I look through YouTube every day. I, I, and uh, just casually going through, I feel like I saw a spoiler, you know, just, and I wasn't even looking at for mm-hmm. any reviews or anything and i'm just like i know oh, you know i know because i do i i, I subscribe to a lot of people because i love talking about the marvel stuff and 
um, and movies in general, obviously. Mm. But but yeah, I am going to try and, and see what we can do to avoid that. If it is only 45 days, then it might be worth the wait. If it was going to be a normal length, I would I would probably go see it. But yeah, you know, what's funny, though, speaking of one of the reasons I really want to go back to the theater is because I really miss movie theater popcorn. It is my favorite, <laughs> like, subcategory of snack food. Like, it is yeah. like movie theater popcorn specifically um not the healthy version you know definitely with the butter and the salt and everything but it never tastes the same at home even if like i would pop it myself or if i would get Mm. like the movie theater you know pop secret or whatever but i looked it up and i'm sure that there are other people out there that already knew this i didn't know this there's a special um flavoring salt that you can get that is the same thing that they use in movie theaters and like baseball games and fairs and stuff like that and it's called flavacol which oh my god maybe it's flavacol i don't know if i'm pronouncing it correctly but um it's it comes in this giant like old school uh rectangular milk carton with kind of like the the peel and push open mouth you yeah. know what i'm talking about yeah yeah um and it is super 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 fine powder so it's not like you can put it in a salt shake or anything but i got my own popcorn kernels i used some of that in some oil and heated it and i gotta say it is absolutely the closest thing like really? i'm so thrilled i'm like oh, okay i can okay hey i can kind of have movie popcorn at home because seriously i mean i Love all kinds of popcorn, don't get me wrong. And I know that this is not maybe, you know, entertainment specific. It's like the food category of <laughs> well, entertainment. It's part but... of it, yeah. <laughs> but I really, I just found, I just got it off of Amazon and it was, uh, it, it's going to last me forever. So, you know, I mean, I really don't feel like <laughs> yeah. it's um, something I'm going to be wasting money on or anything. But uh, yeah, anybody out there that craves um, movie theater popcorn flavoring, but not uh not ready to go back to the theater um i would recommend it i thought it was pretty good and it i mean it definitely tastes fake but it ta- like so does movie theater popcorn yeah like it yeah. tastes that same kind of like extra salty and like some of your kernels will pop and be that kind of golden color you know mm-hmm. so i could anyway. have sworn it was just <laughs> like <laughs> you know they they whatever they use to mop the floor with they then squeeze <laughs> it into the popcorn machine <laughs> you listen <know>? uh, <laughs> popcorn i love it <laughs> oh no i do too but i figured that was what the flavoring was because it, it never seemed to make sense no. that nothing else tastes like that just like the hot dogs i don't know why movie theater hot dogs taste better than do they you know, you know that's not something i really get at the movie theater yeah that that's the the one thing i i don't get it as much anymore but mm. i used to love getting a hot dog now i mean it got so crazy i think it was uh one of the one of the last times we went to the theater i think it was when we saw onward you know, it was with the kids and, and uh, we didn't get a chance to get something. So we, I mean, the movie theater had like, uh, you know, we had like chicken tenders with, uh, you know, sauce and fries and an egg roll and, you know, the whole, like we had a whole meal mm. uh, and it wasn't like it was like one of those dining theaters. I'm just talking like an old fashioned. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And they just had, you could just get just all like, that. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. So would you like and, the soup of the day? <laughs> yeah, they yeah, and not not far off. They had the coffee of the day because they had like a built-in Starbucks oh, and awesome. and an ice cream shop where you could get scooped ice cream on a cone. So oh my gosh, <laughs> they really want a messy theater to clean up after. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but making it harder for themselves. But besides that, you know, last time we hadn't talked, but before before we had gone off, uh, we had said. 
Suicide Squad was about to be released. Did we not talk about that? No, oh we have God, not. It's been a while. About it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's 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 on and you know, I it's so funny cuz I'll say right off the bat I I loved it. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I thought I would have watched it more. I have I don't know if it's just time or whatever. I have only gotten to see it once, but I really enjoyed it. Um Yeah. I I it was a lot of fun. It wasn't wasn't exactly what how I expected it to be and and I like, you know, I think I think it's long enough now that we can talk about it, you know, the spoilers for anybody. But, yes. you know, if you haven't well, seen it. Especially because of the way it was released. It wasn't only released in theaters. Yeah. So I think a good swath of people have have probably seen it. I know not everybody has HBO Max and I understand that. But I do think uh, we're more likely to have a fan base if they're listening that it, that is also on board yeah. with have seen, having seen it. Yeah. And I'll just say right off the bat, I thought, you know. That that kind of switcheroo they pulled with us with the first team, yeah, and all of those characters, and then you 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 know what they did with them right off the bat was yeah. great. You know, there's a nice so too. even though I wanted to see more of what they could do, like like the um, Nathan Fillion's character is the one that I oh <laughs> I thought was the most ridiculous. ridiculous. Well, uh, what was he? What was his name again? I forgot. Oh, uh... I don't know. I... <laughs> Fall apart man or something. Detachable boy. (laughs) Yeah, detachable something. Yeah. But the fact that he was, you know, that to me, that was like, that reminded me of like when you, when you playing with your figures and they broke. Yeah. So you just have all these little pieces around. So you just think of something stupid to do. And so, yeah. When you, um, when you asked what his name was, I knew it was wrong, but like the first thing that popped into my head because of his little like, gyrating on the beach kind of situation was like meat tornado <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah meat tornado <laughs> what a superhero name but uh but yeah i think it was something like detachable man or, or yeah. some detachable voice something like that but um uh yeah yeah oh, the, i mean the detachable what, kid wasn't it wasn't it like was it just a, yeah i can't remember i could I look it up that. but then i'll throw us off um offline no yeah it's okay yeah. <laughs> But but yeah no I and I liked um I liked the intro was so similar to the first film but mm-hmm. just condensed you know what yeah. I mean like all of the introductions you you see everybody's history you you know whatever but um it was so it was basically like okay here we go again but it was doing that intentionally so that you yeah. could be like okay well then wipe, that one wipes out and then here we go with with team two. Yeah. No, I, I, I liked it. I like everything they I loved. Uh, what's his name? King shark. King shark was the star of the show for yeah. me. It was great. And Harley was, was great in this too. Oh, she I mean, really was. Everything she did in this movie was more, it was more in line with how she should. And not that she's been played wrong, but Mm-mm. from, I, I'm just comparing it to this first suicide squad, you know? Yeah, oh, well definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was, Everything. It was, she was closer to how she was in birds of prey, but even that was a bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked her, her version in this. I liked, I liked her version in birds of prey too, Yeah. but, um, and even in the first suicide squad, she was one of the better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I really liked, I really liked this version. I loved her scenes. I loved her um, animated um, embellishments that were, you know, kind of showing mm-hmm. us what happens in her mind as she's <laughs> as she's doing all of this. Yeah. So that was yeah, really and cool. I loved her outfit in this too. Like I really thought, you know, the the 
kind of the goth dress, the red dress that she was Oh, wearing. yeah, was, she was stunning. Like, it was like, it, it really worked for the character. Like, it wasn't just, because the first time, the, the first outfit they had, I'm like, really? I mean, like, yeah. you know, I mean, it was, no, you know, it was fine, but at the same time, yeah. I was like. It's comic know. accurate in a way, wasn't it? I don't know if that, yeah. Daddy's Little Monster specifically phrase was from the comics, but that yeah. little hot pants was was a thing for a while. Yeah, I guess so. It just it just played sexist for some reason. I don't well, know why. No, you know it did. I mean? uh, well, it's not because it wasn't just about what she was wearing, although that was part of it. It was also how the camera was was angled yeah. towards her and was lingering on certain things and making things sexual where no one else in that film had that happen you yeah, know what exactly. i mean you know, i mean exactly. maybe um enchantress a bit too when she was you know being all goth and half naked but for the yeah. most part she was the sex object of that film and the rest of the films specifically birds of prey but this one was much better too didn't film her in the same way and yeah. that's a big part of it yeah yeah no it's true it, it was it was more artfully done mm-hmm. in this film like there was something that was just uh uh, there was a creative touch that even like I had I I think James Gunn had the most freedom, uh, you know, yeah. in any of the films uh, for for uh, a franchise that he's worked on that he's ever had, and because everything was just so stylized and so beautiful looking, and uh, even even the end is ridiculous, and that was that was what was great. One of my favorite mm-hmm. scenes, laugh out loud, that I just I still think about and I start laughing, is is the is the polka dot guy and yeah. the fact that he keeps seeing his mother everywhere oh my God, that was really funny one i mean it's it's funny but the but the biggest laugh for me was at the end where you see the monster mm-hmm. and is dying and then it just cuts to the mother and she's just going yeah. <laughs> it's so ridiculous yeah. but it's so funny and fantastic like i i really enjoyed yeah you know I, that movie it's funny i i really enjoyed it too i had a great time um, but I have to say, in the same moment of me enjoying it, I still kind of had that thought of like, but everybody's like losing their mind about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm uh, like, I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But like, is it is it that it's that good? Or is it that the first one was just so bad that everybody first, was just like... <laughs> the first one was so bad. I mean, I, 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 I remember... Feel like that's kind of tainting like yeah. my opinion where I'm like, it, I mean, it was good. I felt like some of the stuff was very um, predictable and I, I actually really didn't like the um, the whole, like they killed all the freedom fighter, you know, kind of thing. like, and I know yeah. that it was played for last and this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, I know, but I kind of don't like that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know like, yeah. but, but I get it. And I get that they're villains and whatever, but they weren't even trying to do that. And they kind of just brush it off as like, Oh, whoops, sorry. Killed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um but I liked the main story, I liked the main arc. I didn't like John Cena's character. And I well, know He's John he's Cena. I, I think that's the problem the is show. is he's the he's John Cena. Like and yeah. and I I think I, I from his his uh character in this movie was the same character he played in this god awful movie I had to watch where he he was a fireman, and he had a he had a he found these two little kids, and they had to take care of them. Mm-hmm. It, it like it doesn't matter what movie he's in; he's right. the same. And I'm like, right. I didn't I I he's one of those people where I'm like, how, where did this guy come from? Like, I know he's a wrestler, but why is he in everything every five seconds? Like, yeah. why is he on television shows? Why is he you know 
Why is he hosting this the, new show? What, the what? thing that I can say about him in this film that is a positive um, is that it looks, and honestly, this is with everybody, it looked on screen like they were having fun. It yeah. looked like this movie was fun to make and that they were enjoying themselves. And that went a long way for how enjoyable it was. Oh, yeah. Um, some of the humor and stuff, again, it just it was <laughs> a little extra juvenile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And I was just yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, super funny. <laughs> um, but... I still did like it. Like that that's just me being you know. I don't well, know. you know what what helped me is so my brother-in-law and, and sister-in-law were here and and so the three of us saw it together. It's usually cuz something like this I I was playing just watch alone on headphones on an iPad or something, you know, where mm. kids couldn't see it. So I think what helped me is I kind of almost had an audience because they were enjoying it so much. Yeah, that I kind of I I but I did enjoy it. It's like I again like I, I haven't too. seen it again. I did too. I don't want it to seem like I didn't. Yeah, yeah, but it was, and I also think too is for for a DC film, we're so used to, you know, okay, I have to let this go. I have, you know, you're always going to be disappointed in some way, and this mm-hmm. was the first time where I didn't have a, uh, you know, okay, I don't have to. I I actually don't have a list of disappointments like I, and yeah. I think it's it's that. It's that thing of being so hungry and you eat a cracker and you're, you're, it's the greatest cracker in the world. You know, I think that's what it is. (laughs) Right. And I do, that's what I kept coming back to. I'm like, you know, I know, I do think it was so much more successful than the first film and I did enjoy it, but there were some things where I was just kind of like, I guess, I guess in a way it was almost like when you think about crassness and superheroes, obviously you think about Deadpool and I really liked that movie i Mm -hmm. I loved both of those movies and they filthy and you know disgusting and i you know don't ever want my mom to see it (laughs) one of those kind of things yeah whereas this movie had it it had that same intention but it didn't land the same for me personally in my particular taste and that's obviously very different for everybody everybody's coming from their own um, perspective and angles and for me some of this landed a little too juvenile or a little too crass and it's not well not even too crass because i it, i am no prude <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? but it's just the way that it was delivered or the way that i don't know i don't know so all in all really liked it enjoyed it absolutely recommend people watch it but it, you know what it may, reminded me of some of that humor in the same way um but to a better degree, like so this Suicide Squad was better. But I remember in Shazam, some of the humor there just mm. being like, not crass in a way, but again, and I know that they were trying to be kid-like, yeah. but it just didn't land well. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just awful. But <laughs> No, 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 no. I get it. Because they were, because I think that the other thing too is, especially for this movie, it's, there's not, it's not really a kid-friendly movie. But there right. were parts in this movie that I'm like, Xavier would have thought that was really funny. Right. And and so maybe that's where it is, too, because Shazam, it had that. But then it also had these moments where I'm like, this should not be in a kid's movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know. That one really went back and forth. So, but so did, honestly, so did this. Even yeah. though I don't think the Suicide Squad is marketed for kids. No, no, it's no. It's just doing that same thing where it's like, okay, well, kid humor and also this. And now there's the child in all of us. And I laugh at, you know, plenty of things that are... Yeah. inappropriate to laugh at but <laughs> yeah but um but yeah so anyway that was my thoughts but i did i liked it a lot i really um 
I do think that Harley was the shining star, although I love uh, King Shark, King Shark all day, yeah. every day. Well, Idris Elba was good, too. I thought he was. I thought he did a good job with, with what he was given, you know, to, to kind of create something mm-hmm. out of that character. Because he was, I mean, they had replaced Will Smith, but I'm glad, actually, because I think, I don't know if yeah, Will Smith would have worked care. in this version, you know. I don't care about Will Smith. I yeah. mean, like, his his character was not somebody that I needed to see again. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's funny. We just watched um, uh, uh, last night. The uh, friend who sang was had never seen Spider Man, so we just watched Far From Home again. Uh, you know, we watched Aww. it, but they had never seen it. And uh, and man, I I forget how good that movie. I, I'm sorry, not Far From Homecoming, um, oh, the first yeah. one. And I was going to uh, say you started them on the second one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I get those titles confusing. Yeah. But it's like, man, I can't. That movie, that first oh, one, so good. is so it's perfect so of a movie. Good. And every yeah. time I watch it, I see new Easter eggs. Like I, I, you probably remember this, but when Michael Keaton is is robbing, the vultures robbing the 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 plane, um, mm-hmm. uh, Tony Stark's plane. I never noticed that he pulled out Ultron's head before. Like mm-hmm. somehow, I completely missed that in all the times I've seen it. Yeah, like, this was the first time I noticed that. And it's like, funny. Man, yeah, it's so... funny how, how you can pick up on things like that. And one of the things that makes that such a great movie is that even though that there are, and honestly, this is true of, of any good Spider-Man movie, um, is that it's really grounded, <laughs> which mm. is really funny to say, <laughs> because yeah. we've got the vulture and we've got Spider-Man flying and swinging through New York. But um, it's really kind of grounded in something that you can you can really solidly relate to and you can solidly see in your own neighborhood and wherever you are, whether it be um, urban or rural or anything. I can't say that word. (laughs) The rural juror. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, seeing Michael Keaton's character kind of develop out of a, a necessity and, you know, kind of seeing the injustices that are, thrown on you know at the very beginning to set him up and Mm -hmm. it's something that people do experience every day (laughs) you know contracts get pulled and you know livelihoods are put into jeopardy because of something else you know and um i mean the only thing it's funny watching that and and i think it's tnt who's who has a 24-hour loop right now on Mm -hmm. on the movies of of uh, homecoming far from home and and uh into the spider-verse What's interesting of watching Far From Home, uh, the second one, is I do like that one a lot too, but there's something about him not being, uh, you know, in the urban area, like where mm-hmm. not being in New York, not being in that high school, because that high school was fun. Um, all, mm-hmm. Seeing all those people, all the all those real kids yeah. to me was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, even silly little lines that they say, which which seem so real to the to the high school experience. Uh, just mm-hmm. like, like when it, there's one, the one that always gets me is when uh, I think it's ne- uh, Ned is hiding, and then there's a kid who's playing chess in the background, right? And they cut to another scene when they come back, the kid's knocking on the window. He's like, "What are you yeah. doing?" You I know? know, that's so perfect. Like that's such I a know. real moment. Well, it's the same kid that like is in the bathroom when Happy like comes out, and he's like looking oh, at yeah. Happy and like, what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That awkward awkwardness of it, but yes. it's great though. It's like because it's like that is a real situation in the middle of whatever's going on in this movie. You know what you I know? wonder is that was that I need to now I need to go watch. Far oh, from is home. he the one that's five years older? You think? Yeah. Oh, you know of, what? 
developed him a little in that first one, even though he was an ancillary character. Yeah. I bet it was. I bet oh, it was that's pretty character. funny. I, you know, I, that would be interesting to see if that is the case. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look because, I mean, I'm, you know, who knows? But it's it's funny because we were trying to describe the the, pre, the the movies and you really have to go all the way back to Iron Man. And once you start down that rabbit hole of trying to describe everything just to set up what you're going to see so that nobody's confused, you're like, you you realize the richness of oh, this yeah. whole... How many years and, and how many films? And, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's 10 years of, of or even longer. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. let's see, it's my wedding what? anniversary. So 13, 13 years of uh, of Marvel yeah. movies. It's crazy. So, uh, well, besides, besides talking about movies we've seen, it, um, I know there was something... Uh, oh, I just blanked. Just they said that, but there, there's. I know you've you've been watching a lot of movies, and and oh, I I did see I did see a new movie. I saw Jungle uh, Jungle Cruise. Oh, was that fun? That was a lot of fun. Surprisingly, they're doing a second one. I saw yeah. they both coming back for the second one. It is it is very much the first Mummy. I would say if you're going to compare it to anything, okay. Um, well, and in, and in Indiana, it definitely has that Indiana Jones feel. Like I like I watched it. The kids what watched is- it too, and they really enjoyed it. But mm-hmm. what was was fun about it was um, it didn't feel, you know, it's 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 definitely family oriented and it's it has a lot of corny things, but it was enjoyable, you know, mm-hmm. in a way that I that I uh, appreciated and yeah. uh, didn't make me feel like an idiot for watching it, you know, yeah. uh, and even even the way they, uh, you know, the way that they kind of kind of you know the ride is actually in the movie but it but it makes sense in the movie and it's very very smart and the and well uh well done so definitely worth seeing um well i I haven't seen this yet but i also saw that cruella is now free on disney plus oh yes with a subscription with it obviously but it's not the you know early access 30 dollars anymore so i will definitely be watching that pretty soon yeah i loved that that was a great movie too and that was another one that surprised me um, that I didn't expect to be anything really. And yeah, was much, much better than I thought it was. But, yeah. um, but yeah, so what, anything you've been, I know, I know you've watched a lot of stuff and uh, TV well, and films. It's one right? of, yeah. It's one, one of those things where I'm like, okay, I've, I've obviously been consuming content, but what was it now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But no, I, we just most recently watched uh, Snake Eyes because that was available for um, rent. Okay. The G.I. Joe origin uh, story, which I have to admit was one of those films that I like, I was enjoying, but I was also kind of on my phone through. So I, I don't mm. know if that was me or if it was, if it speaks to how engaging the film actually was. It might have just been me. You know, <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It might have just been me. But, um, well, because fine. sometimes it gets to a point where it's like if a movie starts to go into territory where you've already seen this in a way in some other yeah. movies, you start to, you start to feel, yeah, you need to fill up your head time with something. So I, it could be one of those situations, you know. Like, did it feel kind of like you've already, I've seen this kind of thing, or? It did, yeah. Mm. But, I mean, I still like movies like that. Like, (laughs) there's still plenty of um, very formulaic things that I'm like, yeah, but I still like that formula. (laughs) Yeah. But it has to do something to keep your, like, that's what makes a movie great is when you can do a formula that's so, that's been done a thousand times, yet still make it feel like, still in, keep your interest the whole way through you know and it's yeah. very rare 
when movies do that. But I still haven't seen the first G.I. Joe, the the remake. I I never got I missed it when it was on. Uh, I went uh, and saw it because Dave had done the 3D. Well, not because of that, but I remember him talking about that because he was really proud of one of the scenes where the uh, people kind of like dive down off a mountain and it was really good in 3D. Oh, wait a minute. It was really, I did... really good. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm confusing two genres together. Oh, my goodness. I don't know why I did this. I was thinking Snake Eyes was a spinoff of Mortal Kombat. I don't know why oh, I just no. did that. Okay. <laughs> you said G.I. Joe, and I'm thinking Mortal Kombat, what you're saying. Okay. Okay. Now I now I get it. So G.I. No, okay. there it is. Yes. So it's a, it is a sequel to that original film, or is it? No, it's, it's, a, it's an origin story of Snake Eyes. So, I mean... I don't think that it's the same character. Um, the people who acted, um, like they had uh, Baroness and they had uh, Scarlet, and I don't. Neither one of those were the ladies from the mm, the GI Joe film. So I don't yeah. know if they're rebooting it or if they just were doing this as a little side something. But yeah, I mean, how fun action! I, I, like, I'm not. I'm not going to complain about it. I just kind of. I don't want to say too much one way or another because I was <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Uh, preoccupied also what else did we watch i watched last night actually i watched all six six episodes of the podcast tapes for um catch and kill the ronan farrow yeah i did see that interviews that was really good yeah 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 that was amazing just just the uh well well uh presented yeah I went back. I actually, after I saw that, I I actually listened to the podcast because there's there's a bit more things on the podcast than there is in the show, mm-hmm. but it was still. Um, but yeah, that it, that podcast, that show was really well done. It's a it got my attention. Um, in terms of even that the the lady who uh, who was brave enough to uh, the actress who was brave enough to kind of yeah. allow that tape or, or let herself be put in yeah. that situation to record Harvey Weinstein. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's, yeah, it, that was uh, definitely something that if anyone hasn't seen it, they should definitely watch it. Yeah. Um, the other, um, Oh, well we just did. Okay. That's, um, that's one of the reasons I'm like, what have we been watching? But we just did an entire marathon of all of the extended edition, Lord of the Rings and Hobbit movies, starting with the Hobbit films and then moving on into the Lord of the Rings films. So that took a, that took a fair amount of time. Yeah. Um, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that was really good. Obviously I always love going back to that. It, it had been a couple of years since we had done like a full, proper marathon so um that made yeah. me very happy i always love revisiting i just want my house to be nice. you know middle earth yeah. <laughs> i don't even want to <laughs> say specifically hobbit it's like i want my kitchen to be hobbit but then there's other parts of my house i would rather have more like elvish details or dwarven details and i'm like i just want to you know i just need a middle earth home you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe not a mordor home but <laughs> yeah gothic hobbit that's my aesthetic that's my i always like i don't know if you ever go online to see those weird videos of people who make their homes into something and there's the the hobbit home that somebody did where they actually built it into the ground and then it's oh nice yeah it's the only thing i can imagine like during flooding i can't imagine i can't imagine you're gonna bode well in there but um um but it's still it's kind of cool you know the the whole idea of the building it into the ground, you know? Yeah. That is, you know, um, I have been also on a journey of going down the rabbit hole of craft and hobby 
YouTube because I am uh, looking at maybe starting some little projects, little 3D projects. So I've been watching hours and hours of people making reproductions of the Shire, making um, reproductions of Miyazaki, you know, kind mm-hmm. of like how somebody did Howl's Moving Castle out of junk. Yeah, and that was, was amazing. I saw that. Oh, yeah. I've watched wow. that video like four times. It was from Studson Studios, anybody out there who wants to see. And he also, apparently this particular person, Studson Studios, he um, used to make videos for a living, um, but like as his profession for other people. So he just, within the last, I don't know, maybe a year or so, started doing it for himself. And they're so well done. Um, really high quality videos and really high quality like garbage crafts that look yeah, gorgeous yeah. When, when they're finished. Yeah. And it's it's kind of inspiring me. I really kind of want to make something. So um, I've been going going down that rabbit hole. And a lot of those videos, I mean, some of them are like 10, 15 minutes, but some of them for the bigger projects and some different different styles of channels, they're like hours long. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. a lot of my time has been spending spent watch craft, watching craft videos. <laughs> yeah, no, we we were doing that too. Like it, we, Xavier was finding, I, I, I'm now I'm blanking on what it was. Was it Pokemon or something? Somebody was making these crafts where they were making these uh, these diorama kind of things, but very very small, mm-hmm. but doable. But then they're so intricate. Yes. That, and I, I, we were, so they had details. like a Pokemon one, they had a Mario one that they were doing the, um, so some of the, some of the things that people do, I'm like, wow, that's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Like, you know, not only to take the, I don't know how people have the time most of the time. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm when you watch it, I'm like, well, c- clearly this is their job because, right? you know, there's no, right? there's no time that you can do this in. That's what I say. And then some <laughs> of the stuff, I mean, some of it is very small, but some of it's pretty big. And I'm just like. Where do you put all these? Yeah, things? exactly. Especially exactly. the tabletop gaming ones. I'm just like, because there was um, Real Terrain Hobbies just did an entire replication of the Shire in a big, huge, three part um, uh, table like leafs. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. where three sections that so that at least you could transport it. But even my, I'm like, I couldn't fit that in my car, even in three parts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And I'm like, what? Where do these live? When they're all finished, I don't understand. They, like they need to be on display in a tabletop shop or something, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. to get to get seen and properly. You know, <laughs> even then, it's like I don't even know if there's a shop big enough to take on some of these things. You know, well, tabletop shops usually have have plenty almost of like well, those long like cafeteria table type set sections, right? Yeah, well, I don't yeah. want to say usually, but some of them do, <laughs> where they'll yeah. have big stuff but i don't even play tabletop games this is the funny thing is that i don't want to play warhammer i just want to make the stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, i know oh well, now i've been on the kick of there's a uh uh kids drawing uh drawing for kids and it's a it's i, I it's always a guy and a, and, a, and a kid always drawing and me and the kids are always doing that but it's it's learning for me too because like what did we just we drew a narwhal yesterday, and mm-hmm. not a lot of people know what a narwhal is. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's like the the well, it's cousin to a dolphin, but it's got mm-hmm. the long horn. It's yeah, where, it's where the myth of unicorns came from. People say. Yeah, it's you know I had never heard of them before, and it's funny the kids were like, "How did you know?" Xavier to me is like, "How have you never heard of a narwhal?" But of course. You know, every show he watches, there's always things about narwhals. I'm like, I had no idea. You know, I, I didn't realize. Because they're awesome. 
they're sea yeah. mermaids. Yeah, yeah. They're sea uh, unicorns. Sorry, yeah. mermaids. And I even, he's always, and he's telling me, that's a tooth, you know, those are actually yeah. teeth. Yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I'd yeah. be, if I were in the ocean and saw that, I'd be screaming my head off, you know, <laughs> I'd be losing oxygen. <laughs> I wouldn't even know that that existed. So, but, um, uh, but yeah, so we were drawing that, but then also there was this illusion one that we could draw. There was like two rings and it's supposed to create this illusion. If I, I almost had a nervous breakdown trying to draw this thing, because you have to draw a circle and another circle in it, and it gives you that illusion of the, you know, when you look at it, which ring is in front, which ring's in the back. Mm-hmm. I could not, I, my brain could not do it like, for nope. some reason. Yeah. Nope. It's Click like off. I, yeah. It's like I was trying. I was, I'm like, I'm doing what this guy's doing. What am I doing wrong? Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's but funny. you know, but it's yeah. There's a lot of a lot of fun stuff mm-hmm. to see. I know there was a, another show. I'm trying to think. Oh, I know one show that that uh that I know you've been watching too is is uh um uh Mr. Corman who that stars Joseph oh, Gordon Levitt. You know, we got off the bandwagon. We need to hop back on. We've only seen like the first three episodes. Oh, okay. But yeah, they're the, good. Yeah, they're, they're good. really. Did you see the episode where where uh, uh the uh, Arturo's character he's uh he he has to spend the day with his daughter no um no okay that's yeah that's probably the next episode you see i i have to, i just have to say i um so you obviously know that that i worked with mm-hmm. arturo castro because he was in uh, a film that that i had made called taught to hate and he was uh, uh one of the main characters and that was it wasn't his first film but it was like way early you know he was he was doing a lot of movies and I, I always said, I always knew that, that that this guy was somebody to watch because he was such a great actor. And just the day that we were filming, he was in the middle of filming. It, you know, my wife went to pick him up uh, on set of another short film that he was filming to bring him to our set all the way, a uh, two-hour ride that, mm-hmm. that uh, you know, and that was his, that's, that's his level of dedication. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- his level of dedication is just to, you know, he was doing double, you know, double duty on films. And to see him, the success he's had now, and to see that he's he's uh, he's gotten uh, you know the work that he's gotten and, and how good he is on these he's shows. So good, he's um, so good. It makes I can't me wait so to happy. see that episode though. Now, now that yeah. I know that he's got a feature one. The the last one I watched, and this is not like a spoiler like for anything, but it, it is it is one of the most endearing scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, uh, the main character. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is having kind of like anxiety, a panic attack. Oh, yeah. And yeah. his roommate, Arturo, is um, trying to help, be helpful, you know, and trying to think like, okay, well, what can we do? What can I do? How can I help? You know, and mm. it's true that when you're in the middle of a panic attack, sometimes you just don't, you don't necessarily want anyone to touch you or help you or, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> just, just leave yeah, me alone. Yeah. But he's trying, you know, he's really trying. He's like, well, what about, what if we do, what if we get a weighted blanket? And like yeah. he gets a, but he does, they don't have a weighted blanket, right? So like he just gets a blanket and he just like he's like lay down and he like lays on top of him <laughs> and is just like trying to like calm him down. And of course Joseph Gordon-Levitt is just like, oh my god, just yeah, just get you know like no, this is not. But it was just so <laughs> the way it's done is so wholesome. It was yeah. just so sweet and like supportive and not. I mean, I don't know. I just. Love it so much. Yeah, I love that scene. That scene was yeah, that was really something special. And that's his personality. That's what I love about seeing the show too, because I've seen him play many different characters, and this really, fe- you know, th- this reminds me of 
of uh, spending time with him. You know, the sounding, yeah. the way he sounds, the way he talks, you know, the way he's talking. That's what you were saying. Like, this voice. seems the most like him yeah. that you've seen on camera. Yeah. And that's how good an actor he is. Because, I mean, in Narcos, he was like, mm-hmm. you know, you hated him. You know, he was yeah. he was that, that son of the uh, of that. No, you almost don't recognize him. Yeah. Because so of his personality, not because of his, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, and, um, and then there's that family movie he did yesterday where... He's he's like a completely goofy, perfect family kind of character, goofy security guard. That's him and Jennifer Aniston are like you know in a car together, you know, and and uh, they're they're going to save his or her daughter, and and he's being completely over the top, silly, but in a fun way that doesn't oh, feel forced, you know. know so, one. but yeah, one. a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. I also watched, let me see, I tried to think of a couple more things because I'm like, I know I've seen a lot of more. And it was more TV. I watched the um, first two seasons of Batwoman on HBO Max. Oh, okay. Um, which is fine. And <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, yes. there, there's a lot of cool things that happen in there and there's a lot of cheesy things that happen in there. I mean, it's a CW show, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's another one of those kind of Gotham CW kind of shows. Um, yeah. still watching Titans, which has, you know, is currently airing and that's same thing where it's like, um, a little grittier, a little better, but, um, it's, it's like when I first started watching Titans, I kind of, I was hate watching it, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, I hate this show. It's just stupid. So stupid. <laughs> but I want to see what happens. And then, yeah. and then, you know, like after... 25 episodes or something you're like all right i'm invested <laughs> you, know? you see i almost want to watch it because i see the costumes and i see like you know they've they've got um uh, jason todd on and they've got like yeah. a, enough that makes me interested yeah i just no, I, I just what, every time um, i'm about to do it i can never pull the trigger i don't know why you know that's well because it shoots itself in the foot I, it's like it's it's got so much potential and they do a lot that i actually am like oh no that's that's a cool uh choice but then they do some sort of sappy bullshit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That just kind of makes you feel like, oh, this is so cheesy. Or, I mean, you know, even some of the fabric choices that they that they use I, bother me. But like, <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyone who's seen it will know. But um, so anyway, like that that happened. I kind of binged the, um, those first uh, two seasons. And Did you, have you gotten to see Walking Dead yet? Because it's... Um... I'm currently, wa- yes, I'm currently, wa- we bought the current season so that we can watch it as it airs. Oh, okay. I know, well, so, so you're up to date then. You saw season. Now I'm up, yeah, I'm up to okay. date. Okay. Okay. So then you saw the last episode that just happened with, uh, uh, was it with Negan and under in the train station? Yes. Okay. We're that... recording this on a Sunday. So today's episode hasn't even uh, hasn't come out yet. yet. So it's yeah. Been a- by the time this comes out, there will be another episode, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which um, I think yeah. I may have, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm confused because I think I may have seen it because AMC shows them early. Oh, but, really? So okay. I don't know, if, already seen... but I don't know if they've shown it a week ahead because when everyone was talking about the next episode, which was the second part of the, of the, of the train one, mm-hmm. I had already seen that. Really? And I'm like, how did I just see that? Because I have the AMC app. So, so I, I guess they must be doing it a week ahead of time, but, um, maybe, or maybe you got like, um, I know in the past they've like, when a new season starts or something, they've released more than one episode at a time. Oh, maybe, maybe they did that. Yeah. But I I will say that the episode, uh, that where it ended and you kind of see Negan, um, leave Maggie at the train like that. 
I thought at first, okay, we're going to come back the next episode and he's going to come back with something to help her. Right. I know. Right? I thought the same thing. Yeah. I didn't think he really did leave her. I mean, his, his reasons were valid. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because you, in this weird way, you're taking his side. But then you have to remember, I'm like, this is the same guy that tortured Daryl for like episode after episode. And murdered her husband, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And murdered. Yeah, Glenn um, killed him with a baseball bat, what you was, know? What was Lucille? What was the big Sarge name? Oh, oh, yes. I know you're talking about the redhead guy. Uh, <gasps> I can't believe I don't remember his name. I do know it. Yeah, I can't remember it either. But yeah, both of those guys. Yeah. Gone. And Glenn and, and, was the worst. And Alexandria. And, you know, so yeah. many, so many deaths. Yep. Yep. So and he was deaths. not, he was not a nice, caring guy. Even what he did to that other guy who, I think he's on that Fear the Walking Dead show. The uh, mm-hmm. the guy who was his lieutenant for a while, who he kind of took his wife, you know, yeah. and, and I mean, he is this. Did he this... go over to Fear the Walking Dead? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think he's on that. I never, I don't watch the show, but I just see uh, previews and I, yeah. I know I saw he was on there, but it's but it's funny that then you see that episode where they show his life. He wasn't. He, I mean, yeah. it's not like he was a bad guy, but he wasn't a perfect guy then right. either. You know, like no, no, he he was just he was just a dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but... yeah, I know it is. You're in a really awkward position rooting for Negan. Um, mm-hmm. so. It's like, well, you want him to stay on the show because he does make the show more interesting. But, and you also do know, at least I think, he adds value to the group. I do think that he does bring value to the group. And that's where you're in a really tough position in an apocalypse situation, right? Because as, as Negan used to say, people are a resource. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) You know, I mean, good people really are worth almost anything just was because interesting about though. what could have happened without him even he even saved rick's little girl yeah well jane's you, little girl but you know you gotta wonder is maggie kind of becoming negan in a way because just that one scene well, yeah. where she she kind of left i mean there was nothing they could do but she mm-hmm. was pretty heartless about leaving that guy in that cab in the uh train okay and... i actually do take issue with that because I think there was plenty they could do. I think that absolutely they could have let him in. Now, if she wanted to say, no, you, you know, you ran off and this is the consequence. Yeah. And like, be honest that that's the reason that she wasn't going to let him in. That's one thing. But she didn't. She's like, no, we don't have time. And I'm like, no, you do have time. And you did have to deal with those zombies anyway. And I do think that this show, just like any show uh, that's on for this amount of time, kind of plays with um, the development of skills mm-hmm. and how how capable people are, depending on what need they have to drive the story. So... In the past, you could have seen them clear that train, yeah. no problem, with just knives. So if, if that was Daryl in there, they would have cleared that train, no problem, is what you're right. saying. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And But because they do, I mean, they do need to have some, you know, sort yeah. of pacing where they can't just continually rise and be so OP that they're like, what zombies? Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, because um, they made them, you know, there, there, was, there were a few seasons where the zombies were kind of 
secondary where you weren't even yeah. afraid of them anymore. It was like, yeah. you know, they're dealing with something. I was like, oh, a horde of zombies. All right, let's just take care of this. Then we exactly. can get back to what we're doing. That's what I mean. <laughs> where they, like, all of a sudden in this season specifically, they're treating the zombies like, uh, like almost, not that they're new, but again, that they hadn't developed their skills to the highest level that we have seen them in the yeah. past. Yeah. Because you're right, the the scariest thing had to be that that whole group of zombies that were about to come to Alexandria, right? And mm-hmm. they were they had to figure out a way to divert them. Yes, like that was how they that was a great way the way they made zombies scary again yeah. in that season because it wasn't it's just one or two. Yeah. yeah, it was just like a crazy amount. It was like a population, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, you know, they I guess they haven't really played up on that. The only thing they're doing now, which which I kind of I've lost track of why. They're traveling again. I know they're 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 oh the food. They they're need starving. Food. Yeah. yeah, they're starving. Yeah. So they're going back to where Maggie um, lived before, where where all of like think her her current companions that are new additions to the show came from, mm-hmm. because it had been taken over by some bad guys, and they were going to go take it back because yes. there was a lot of food and resources there. Yeah. So it's it, there's a lot. I mean, I could see this show. I still enjoy the show, but it definitely, um, I, it definitely probably it's it's good that it's ending this year. I think it's a good ending point, you know, to, yeah. because I think. But well, they keep talking like. But what's confusing is this show's ending, but the the creators and everything they keep talking about their their world building this universe. Yeah, with, well, because they're going to have three movies with Rick. Yeah, and they have several shows out already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one so, I don't, I haven't even seen. I saw one episode. I was confused. I'm like, what? I don't understand where this is taking place. It was that, uh, um, the one with the kids. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it, that one yet. Yeah, I saw the first episode, and I, I thought maybe it was an extra. You know, it, mm-hmm. that's what it felt like. It felt like when they would do those online things for a while. When they, when yeah, they first. oh yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. So, but then I, I, so I couldn't tell if that was really the show. But then I saw information about coming in about how it's going uh what's her name the the woman who kidnapped rick and took him on the helicopter mm-hmm. is going to be on an episode of that show and apparently that episode takes place way in the future mm. um past even having dealt with rick or whatever happened so so i don't know how they pull that off but that's the other thing too is like I, this movie it's so confusing because it's not like I don't know if they've filmed it. I don't know what they've done or anything about it or if that's even they just keep talking. I, about they're going to do it. But I looked it up not too long ago because I was telling you earlier on the podcast that I was rewatching all the Walking Deads and that I actually had a more favorable opinion of them after not having to wait week by week for the episodes yeah. and just kind of being able to kind of just burn through it. But um I also was like, where are these movies? I miss Rick. Like, I, I do. I miss that character. I, mm-hmm. I want to see him back because we know he's not dead. And um, I found Coral. Imagine. <laughs> yeah. um, but in, in what I found at the time I looked, they were saying it was supposed to have already been out by now. But of course, everything stopped because of the pandemic. Yeah. So um, I think that they actually are. If I'm remembering correctly, they have already started filming this year. Unless the, things got pushed back again because the pandemic is still, you know, a problem in a lot of places. And it's funny, too, because it so in the old days when like when X-Files said they were making a movie, right, that mm-hmm. was a big deal because it's like, OK, it's oh, you're going to go to a movie theater and all that. Nowadays, there's so many shows that make movies, but they don't really 
they make a movie, but it's almost like a spe- like a two hour version of the show. Mm-hmm. It's not like they've made a movie like big budget giant movie, and so I don't know is this a movie that's gonna that they're actually planning on releasing the theaters, or do they just mean this is like a movie special event, you know, movie of the week kind of thing that they're gonna put on AMC or because. Because that's the other confusing thing too, you know. I don't, I don't know what they mean by movie. Because movie doesn't mean the same thing anymore that it yeah. used to mean, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Not all movies are just self-contained little bows. Yeah, I mean, I just heard that that there's you know community movies in the works, and and they've been talking about that for years, which I don't even know what. I mean, I saw all of it, and I and I did enjoy it, and I I'd wonder what they would do. But again, I can't imagine that 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 to me will be like the Veronica Mars movie where it'll just come out on video. You know, it'll be, I can't imagine that it'll be in the movie theaters. Um, yeah. So at, in, in that respect, anything can be a movie at this point, you know, it's, it's well, that, that cachet of, of we've, we've gone from a TV show to a movie doesn't really mean the same thing unless you're fully making it a big giant, you know, version in the movie yeah. theater, you know? Yeah. But. Well, I did. I double checked um, the last news that I had seen, and it was Andrew Lincoln had said something at the beginning of this year that they were scheduled to start filming in spring summer. Hmm. Um, so again, it's possible it got pushed back again. I don't see any updates, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's weird. Because I you, thing. I assume that that um, oh my god, I just blanked on her name. They thought, yeah, he's even saying in this article, he's like, yeah, we thought we'd be working on the second one now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I would imagine when they left, when when uh, what's her name left her kids, uh, what's his wife's name or or uh, his girlfriend's name now on the on the show? Michonne. That, Michonne. There you go. I blanked on her name. So Michonne, um, I I felt like when she left, there was that promise of okay, and this will can be continued in the movie. I can't I can't imagine that that she'd be you know in real life you'd be fine with just leaving your kids behind right for yeah. all that time like i feel like that the writers had to were kind of forced into this situation of yeah you know having to make her abandon her children longer than i guess she had to mm-hmm. you know but um yeah but I, I look forward to seeing what obviously they have an idea of what they want to do yeah um i just wonder if it if because they couldn't do what they wanted to do already if it kind of stifles a little bit of what how the walking dead ends you know mm. so because they can't well, give away we'll too see. much we'll but. see hopefully they'll do well i did want i did remember one more thing that was a film that i just recently watched and i'm not sure if you had gotten a chance to see it yet but it was the green knight no yeah. no i haven't seen it that was really good i really but in a weird like you've got to be in the right mood to watch it it's like a slow burn kind of artsy you know um, night type film, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. Okay. Um, yeah. Is that, is def- that available on anything or is that you have to rent? It? I, I think you have to rent it still. Okay. Um, cause it's relatively new. I think it was one of those like same, same day access, you know, yeah. kind of deals, but I really enjoyed it. It has a lot of great visuals. It is, again, it's kind of slow, but it's about, um, the concept I thought was fascinating. I don't want to give too much away because I don't think a lot of people have seen it, but it's one of those kind of like cerebral, like, you know, you want to grow as a, a human, um, but there's a lot of difficulties <laughs> and 
Wow. That's like the most vague description yeah, of yeah. any movie in the history. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but, um, but it's interesting because it is uh, not. Um, it's like Arthurian adjacent. Okay, you know, <laughs> like it's not uh, explicit that any of the characters are specifically from Arthurian legend, but mm-hmm. there are some implications. Um, and there are some parallels, um, and then there's a lot of completely original, uh, content. I really, yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was weird. If I feel like anybody who liked the witch yeah, and that kind of pacing and that kind of weirdness would like the green knight. Okay. I, so if you, you know, didn't like the witch, you might not like it. <laughs> I did see the trailer for that. I, I now that you say that, because as soon as you said our, our, the Arthur legend, mm-hmm. um, I just didn't. I don't remember what I saw, but I remember seeing the trailer for it and thinking, oh, it looked kind of interesting. I um, think it's um, Dev Patel, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, the him. kid from so uh, Slum Dog Millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that. And when you said weird, I, I did see Amazon Prime has. Um, uh, the the movie the the director of Holy Motors, which is a movie I loved, um, he re- they released his newest movie. It's called Annabelle. It stars Adam uh, uh, Driver and um, what's her name, uh, the French actress. I took blanked her name. She was in uh, 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 she was in um, the, the the Batman movie. Um, she played Talia. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. I don't know. Marion Cartiard. There he is. Marianne. Oh, wow. Way to go. Yeah. I, yeah, so. I, yeah, I, you could <laughs> say anything there, but I wouldn't know it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it stars them. Now, this is the weird movie. Um, I, I have to connect it to something else. So, Edgar Wright just made a documentary about this band called Sparks. That's that's coming out. I don't know if you've if you've heard of this documentary that he's mm-hmm. made. It's this great and and it's funny because I've one of their songs was actually in Baby Driver. And I love their music, but I didn't know much about them, and nobody really did. So uh, Edgar Wright wrote this, uh, made this documentary that they just released, which I'm waiting for it to be released. But but check out the trailer because it's just it's interesting about who this band is and and their sound and and the way they've they've still been together all of these years. Um, and so this musical, this movie that the director made, uh, which is the which is. Uh, that made Holy Motors, Annabelle is a musical, and these guys are the guys that wrote the music, but they're also in the movie too. Hmm. But this movie is so weird. I don't know. I, I only gotten halfway through it because I was watching it at night, and I was like, I'm going to start falling asleep if I don't stop it now. But it is. It it is. There was a musical. Okay, so the the basic storyline is, it's about two people in love. Annabelle. Uh, Annabelle. Sorry. Uh, Adam Driver and uh, Marion Courtyard. So when the movie starts, they're just singing the same refrain over and you're seeing different aspects of the relationship. But where the movie turns is, uh, I guess they're, they're going to have a child and, but the child is, is a, is a robot or a puppet or something. And that, no, that's as far as I got, but, (laughs) but, um, um, but this movie is so weird the fact that this is there's a song where they just keep saying the same refrain over and over again and it goes from them doing this that and there's one point where they're having sex and they're just singing that song and it's kind of like explicit looking and it's but it's ridiculous looking at the same time yeah. because they're singing while this is happening 
Um, I don't know. I don't know whether recommended or not. All I can tell you is it exists. You know, that's yeah. that's really my point of bringing it up. Well, I do. <laughs> I do enjoy uh, consuming wackadoo content, even if I end up not liking it. Ultimately, I always find it's uh, a fun ride. Yeah. Well, yeah, give it a shot, and and uh, I'm gonna try and finish it up before we record next time. But um, Ooh. that's on Check Amazon Prime. Um, you can avoid if you well, depending on 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 what your your how much you can stand uh that's there's a cinderella movie that was just made for amazon prime starring i don't i don't this is where i'm out of touch a daniela carb carbello carbello or something like that mm-hmm. and uh um and also brandon uh brandon um james bond uh, what's his name the the before daniel craig it was pierce brosnan mm-hmm. pierce brosnan plays the king um mimi driver plays the queen uh the evil stepmother who's not so evil in this is played by uh adina menzel uh then the rest of the cast are all these young people like uh like carbella i don't know who she is and then uh but then what they did is they did a moulin rouge to this thing where when the movie starts everyone's singing janet jackson's rhythm nation and and all of these all of these other weird songs and I, I'm sitting there trying to figure out if this is good or not. But what, what cracked me up while I'm watching it is one of the mice, I'm like, I'm like, wow, that voice sounds so familiar. And then when he's brought to life um, to, to, to be one of the carriage people, it's James Corden. And I'm like, man, this guy just shows this up to everything. everything. I yeah. know, right? Like, he's like, you know, if, if you're, if it has a song in it, I'm there. Right? Like, <laughs> and I don't, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I like James Corden, but at the same time, if I'm thinking, oh, this is too much, like I can only imagine <laughs> what the world, you know, people who are who are pretty uh, quick to hate things. Yeah. I can only imagine the backlight because he was in he was even in that Friends reunion show. Like he was like was the host he? of that. And I was like, what's he doing here? Like, what does he have to do with any of this? Um, so but... uh, Rich Gavon hates James Corden. Got it. No, 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 no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'm just telling no, no, him. To, yeah, just, just telling him to be careful. <laughs> You're oversaturating yourself. Just, just yeah. tone it down a little bit. You may want to say no a couple of times. I there's so many. You know, as being somebody who has to watch uh, a lot of uh, animated mm-hmm. kids' films, good and bad. Mm-hmm. He is in mm-hmm. good and bad movies, like oh, as yes. voices, mm-hmm. and with no problem being the same voice. It's not even like. He's master of voices. I mean, it's no, just no. Him. He's just like here I am, money, <laughs> yeah. please. Money. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, this movie I I can't recommend at all. But uh, you know, this is another one where I'm just yeah, telling I, you it I, exists. I won't care. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's um, it actually made me remember somebody who we have not seen on camera for a very long time, who has recently announced that they have their own show coming to HBO, is John Stewart. And I oh. am very excited. Well, I am very excited to see him return. I miss him so much. And apparently it's going to have a podcast also. But Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's pretty so, cool. Yay, John Stewart. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty. You just, just when you said that, return to I did see the other documentary I saw was Val about Val Kilmer. Oh, I want to see that one. I have. Yeah. You know what's funny is that I saw a Val Kilmer documentary like recently. Oh really? But it was a different one. It oh, was okay. a different one. So I mean, obviously, he's got a lot of interest. <laughs> well, right it's now. it's funny because this one is all about. It's basically his. Well, it's his son narrates it, but he sounds just like his father. 
Mm. Um, but it's all of these, I guess all of these years, Val Kilmer invested in a video camera. Like when he was a mm. kid, him and his brother used to film these little movies with on video, just like kind of like what me and, yeah. and Dave and Tony used to do. And uh, um, so he's always had a video camera and he's always just filmed everywhere that he went. And so this is a compilation of like, and it'll be things from like his first uh, Broadway show or, or, you know, or when he was behind the scenes of a different movie or, you know, when mm -hmm. he's behind the scenes of Top Gun. That's and... awesome. That's a very different document. The one that yeah. I watched, which I don't remember the name of, but it was more about what's going on now um, because he's really big into um, a lot of charity work and he's got this great um He's got this great building that's, I don't know, I don't remember if it's like a youth center, but it's something that's very focused on arts and creating spaces for young people to come. And it could be film, it could be two, you know, 2D, like visual arts, mm -hmm. it could be a whole bunch of different things. So he's really doing quite a lot of good in his community. And um, that's awesome. But yeah, yeah I, I, I love Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer uh, was somebody I, I used to want when I was um, a teenager and back when we were collecting VHS films, <laughs> mm. I was like, I want every Val Kilmer movie. That was a goal of mine. I wanted yeah. to own every Val Kilmer movie that had ever, um, he'd ever done, oh, which I did not succeed. Um, I was going to say you, you stopped but... at Dr. Monroe, I hope, right? <laughs> like you like, nah, I'm not getting that one. Off, fell off that wagon, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that one was, that was the worst movie. Oh, it was so bad. But, but of course, yeah. And what's interesting too is I've so I've read so many things about that movie, and and I don't know who's to blame. I but looking at this documentary, you could see, you know, Valcomer is very much of an actor, and if you don't give him the, if you don't show that you have a vision for what movie you're making, he's gonna ex, he's gonna not I don't want to say exploit that, but he's going to you're going to find him to be a big pain in the ass. You know yeah. what I mean? Because he's, he's going to be somebody that really wants direction. He, he doesn't want to just do what he doesn't want you to be George Lucas and say, okay, just go ahead, do it. Yeah. He, wa he wants you to be on that journey with him. So I can see why he would probably be labeled as difficult, yeah. but what's interesting too, it's, it's hard to see, you know, it, it's sad to see his voice, but he also in this documentary talks about, uh, uh, you know how much he's enjoyed going to conventions, and that yeah. and, and that's that's the thing that always surprised me because I remember the first time he was at the comic convention in New York, and I was like, really? It's like I couldn't picture because everything you thought about him, you thought he seemed like uh, he didn't seem like a nice person, and I think that's just he probably wasn't a bad rap, yeah, yeah. It probably had to do with the work, and he probably was just intense in that Sean Penn yeah. kind of way, uh, and that's the thing too. You see. You see, like, I guess he was in a play where he was in a play with Sean Penn and I forgot the other actor, another another big actor. Um, but, yeah, definitely watch that documentary. But I, what it was nice to see is, you know, he, he was married to the girl from Willow. I know. And you remember they had and they got divorced. I know. But she's actually in this like she's actually in this movie like they when he goes back and forth past and present. I guess she's still part of his circle of people that oh, he good. still spends time with. You Joanne know, probably, Whaley. Yes, Joanne Whaley, for for his kids because his daughter, her daughter, his daughter looks just like her, and then uh, his son kind of looks like him. But it's that's funny. Uh, but it was well, a documentary. Yeah. First of 
Altmad Barkin was like the reason that I fell in love with him, obviously. And I loved, I always loved that story that they fell in love and they met on that movie and, you know, like yeah, all that and got married. So I was really sad when I heard that they had gotten divorced, but it makes me happy that they're still in each other's lives in a positive way because that's okay. You know, I mean, shoot, yeah. <laughs> be yeah. happy, do your thing, but it's cool to see that they were able to at least make that family continue in, in whatever way worked for them. I, I mean, I think it's probably, you know, when, when someone gets sick, you know, you throw all that other stuff out the window and you just, I mean, you're sometimes. there for the person, you know, you're like, okay, it you know, there's still love here, the you know? Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's true. The person. That's true. Yeah. I should say that. But, um, yeah, but it's that I would, I would say definitely recommended. I, it, and it was funny cause there's all of his movies, you know, speaking of all of his movies are on Amazon prime right now. So mm. Jen and I ended up watching with the kids uh, Top Secret. <laughs> I love Top Secret. Yes, yes, I do too. One of my favorite movies. It's so bad. Yeah. It's my favorite of those kinds of movies. Like, How like... did we know he is not Mel Torme? <laughs> you know. Yeah, I love that movie. Oh my God. I, it's so good. It's so good. Bad yes. good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on that note, I think we've uh, we've smashed our cuts. Yes. And, uh, I'm sure there'll be some more things coming up. I I know there's. Oh I had a list of we'll things that Ching I. We'll have Ching Chi soon. Oh, well, yeah, I guess hopefully we'll probably record before we see that again. But... Yeah, <laughs> unless you and I both get brave, right, and just venture right. out. But right. But we'll see. But uh, I I know there's a list of things I I wanted to to shows and stuff that I've seen. I I as usual. My brain yeah, just says be bye. About prepping. We need to be. We need to start a Google yeah. Doc or something and be like, okay, seen this. And... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as soon as I see something, I have to just write it down and then yeah. I have to remember what I've seen. <laughs> so anyway, on that note, I will talk to you soon. All right, bye, everybody. Bye.